Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. I'm going to continue that legend this afternoon. I hope. The legend is, I don't catch anything. Ah, and that's... Ah, well, whatever. It's fun to be out there, especially when it's not too windy and not too hot. And this could be the day. We're on the frenzy at 914. Russ Francisco, good morning at Marine General, sir. Good morning. How are you? Beautiful day. You been outside much? Well, this morning, yeah. So the warehouses and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Have you been fishing this summer yet, Russell? No, I do have my boat and out, though, and I'm working on it. My grandson's just about finishing baseball, and we're going to start going. So. Good, good. Where will you go? Well, we'll go Iron Lake, Boulder Lake. We'll go down to Sturgeon Lake. You know, we'll hit all the local lakes. We'll do bass fishing, crappie fishing. You kind of grew he, up on, he, on Sturgeon, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did a lot of camping down there. I actually spent a lot of time out in the western part of the state because I, I really like farming. Long story short, I, I used to get done with work on Saturday afternoon. We weren't open on Sundays. Drive out to Clithrow Lake, that area there, oh, yeah. and work with a farmer. And uh, one day I walked into a straw loft and found out how allergic I was to, to uh, uh, smut. And, and uh, that was that was the end of my farming career. But, uh, that uh, yeah, it was a good time, though. And I spent a lot of time uh, trucking around and helping those guys out. And so I learned how to fish bass and things like that out there. And then I got lucky and some bass pro guys liked me and they used to take me out mm. pre-fishing and so I did a lot of bass fishing. Of course, we did a lot of fishing on the big lake. Um, but it's just been tough. To, you know, the pandemic's been tough because we haven't had enough employees. So yeah. it's been a struggle to get out once or twice a year. And, then, and you know, our old friend Gary Sievertson, yeah. um, uh, he would put the boat in the water. He'd, he'd say, be at, uh, be at Boulder Lake at 5 o'clock in the morning, you know. And so I'd run up there and we'd till <laughs> noon. So I, I'd get out quite a bit. But he got sick and then he passed on. So it's been sort of tough last year. So you have to regroup and relearn. And, you know, we're, we're getting her done. Gary was a good fisherman. He was a good guy, and uh, yep. it was a lot of fun to fish with. And but he—you're he, right—he was also a very good fisherman. A lot of fun. Now, when you mentioned smut, um, <clears throat> you might—that might scare some people. Smut is a uh, kind of a moldy disease that's on some growing plants, right? Yeah, and so when, they, when you work in, in a hayloft, I can work all day. But mm. when I got in that straw loft, in fact, the, the farmer I was working for, he's passed on now to this a long time ago, but he uh, he said to me, he says, get out of here. And I said, I'll be okay. He says, no, no, no. I, he says, I know what I'm talking about. Get out of here. And I wouldn't go. And it wasn't 20 minutes later, I was in bed. I was sick. And it took two days to get that. He said, there are people that can't farm anymore because of this. He said, when I tell you to go, you got to go. So that was uh, it. No kidding. I'll be <laughs> yeah. darned. I'll be darned. And plus, it's hard work, so I avoid that. <laughs> it's good work. It was, it, was, it was a good time. But the big thing is they, they always uh, set apart part of the day to go fishing. It was, it was really a neat thing. You work, 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 and work. But sometime during the day, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, in between cows and things like that, they yeah. would go fishing. And so it was a good time. I had a cousin, uh, Frank, who was about 10 years older than me, that took me under his wings and showed me how to tie and and all that. We even made lead jigs or lead-headed sinkers and stuff like that. So I, he was my guy. Yeah. Good yeah. Man. There's always there's always a mentor, and so that's why we always talk about yeah. take a kid fishing, take somebody yeah. fishing, um, and teach them because it's a sport they can do the rest of their lives. Um, what have you heard about fishing? Uh, are people su- successful in this crazy? Yeah, fish, 
fishing is still pretty good overall. You know, it's not quite as brisk as it was this spring. It was an outstanding spring. Mm. I you know, we probably will never see another one like that in many years, but it was outstanding. Uh, but fishing is good, you know, and uh, um, like you say, getting out is the big thing, and the weather's been decent and things like that. Now it's going to get hot. Uh, we'll start to have to share the water with a lot of skiers and things like that. I haven't had much of that this year yet, but, you know, so Ooh. it's, uh, you know, get out in the morning and then, you know, get out of the way and let them for a little bit and go back in the afternoon, you know. A couple of Saturdays ago, <clears throat> my number one son and I were on uh, Island Lake, one of our secret locations, mm-hmm. right right outside where Mr. Surditch used to live on Island Lake. That's that's how yeah. secret it is. Um, mm-hmm. And we were we had the electric trolley motor going, putting along at point oh one or something, and uh, I heard a noise to my left, and here comes a pontoon boat right at us. And it kept coming right at us. And he turned the electric just enough, just a few inches, that the big pontoon boat driven by Grandpa, because that's what the little girl yelled there, Grandpa, look out, just missed us. Oh, wow. And I could hear Grandma and the little girl chewing out Grandpa for that one. Not paying attention, huh? <laughs> Not paying attention. They were just chatting away, and we're probably one of the other only old boats out there. But that was the first time we've nearly had an accident. It was scary, I have to admit. Yep. Pay attention. For sure. Pay attention. For sure. Hey, Pay what, attention. That's what it is. Yep, go ahead. What kind of bait should we be using right now? Well, interesting. You know, it's uh, uh, on the St. Louis River. Uh, I talked to a friend of mine yesterday. He burned up. He burns up a flat of crawlers in summer when he goes fishing. He burned up a flat of crawlers in two weekends. Uh, the St. Louis River is still producing lots of fish, and it's uh, normally we, we quit fishing it because it's all over. But it's still producing lots of fish, and so it's, uh, that's been really good. Uh, and I've seen some nice catches coming off of Island Lake. Uh, yeah. uh, crappies are starting to snap, so that's good. good. Uh, Big Lake here is still doing good. Uh, bait, bait of the day is, is definitely minnows and, and uh, worms. However, I've had three people this week come in and say they were fishing plastics, like with double-tail twisters, uh, things with lots of lots of legs on them, yep. and outfished minnows. No. And that, that, yep, and, and two of the guys I've known for years, and they, they were in looking for specific things that I didn't have some of it, uh, and they told me the story. And these, these two guys came at different times from different yep. lakes, and then I had a call this morning, same thing. I'm fishing plastics, uh, and I need them with lots of tentacles, and it's out fishing my minnows. And uh, so I don't know what that's all about, if there's some kind of bait in the water that looks mm. like that. But mm. That's where. Specific that's, uh, that's uh, color? Pay attention to. Color? Uh, lots of whites. Lots of whites with black on them. And uh, some shrews, but mostly whites with black. Huh. So I'm thinking there's something in the water that... that I don't understand, but uh, and th- that plastics look a lot like it. You know, you were talking about trolling motors a minute ago, yeah. and uh, I ran into something last week. I'll remind everybody, these lithium batteries that are coming out are really nice. Uh, they're expensive, but they're really nice, and they work really well. But the trolling motors that we have been using for decades um, are used to batteries that take a full charge and then gradually deplete, right? And right. That's, that's the way it works. Yeah. Well, these lithiums don't deplete, they just stop. And what they're doing is we're, we're seeing an abnormal amount of motors burning up, uh, and they're thinking it's because they just run so hot all the time and they never get a chance to, you know, they're running 100% all the time. So if you got lithium batteries, you got an old motor, sort of watch everything. You, you might, you just might burn it up. And I'm, I've heard it uh, a dozen times in the last couple of weeks, uh, not from around here, but more down south, uh, because they've been using them all summer long. 
but uh, that's something they're looking into now, and they they, they think that's what it is. So uh, so uh, and the new motors we're going to be seeing next year from almost everybody will be uh, brushless, and then that problem goes away. Brushless. I do not understand that one. Well, you know, brushless brushless drill. You know what that is? The electric drills that are brushless. They 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 run longer. They run cooler. Uh, they uh, they run very well on lithium. So okay. uh, right now, Garmin and Lorenz both have brushless motors. Uh, and it's sort of interesting that uh, on the brushless motors, 24 volt and 36 volt are the same motor. So you can buy a 24 volt motor and say, you know, I wish I would have bought a 36 and just add a battery. Oh. Uh, you don't have to buy another motor. So that'll be sort of nice. Uh, and then the other thing that's going to happen is that uh, they're going to last. They have a lot more power, and they're and they're going to last longer on a regular battery even. So uh, this will be a, this will be. We probably should see about a third better time than we're seeing now, even with the motors that are pretty efficient. Uh, with lithium batteries, uh, with the testing they did uh, a couple weeks ago, they're up in Vermilion. Uh, they got two full weekends of fishing and did not recharge and had bat- and had juice left. So that'd be like sixteen straight hours. Oh, easy and more. And more, and there's so they'll do some more testing. But Minn Kota will have their motors out uh, in January. Um, so right now, all the existing motors are on sale. Although these motors aren't going away, they're not discontinued. They're going to continue to make both series because the brushless motors yeah. are like thousand dollars more. Yeah. You know, so they're going to build both sets of motors. But but uh, so that's what we're up to. So just keep in mind that's uh, that's what's coming up. And and uh, as we get more information from the factories and start to release stuff, we'll let everybody know what's going to happen. Last summer, I had my motor in Wasbot in the shop up in Hermantown. Yeah. And yeah. I asked him about uh, what's new in motors, and he said, ah, ah, ha, ha. And he had, had a big dissertation on it. But the basic, what he said was, these brushless motors were remarkable. Yeah, they're 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 so powerful that you you know right now if your motors if your motor's sitting at ninety degrees it might knock you on your butt these yeah. will knock you out of the boat yeah these <laughs> these are really goers uh, they had a twenty foot uh, fiberglass boat and it ran at four point five miles an hour no yeah they're pretty powerful and uh, and the big thing is so much more battery life and stuff this this will be a game changer but it's a little more money but it's but it's going to be a game changer. Well, I could take Strandberg water skiing that if I had that electric. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, some good deals at Marine General, please. Okay, so factory uh, Humbirds announced that they're not going to build 8-inch screens anymore. So if you want an 8-inch screen, they're on super special. You can save a couple hundred bucks on them. Uh, and so uh, the Helix 8-inches will go away. Uh, the rest of the line stays pretty much the same for next year. Uh, we've got a bunch of sales on Lowrance units. Again, they're not – they're not. Uh, that new Pro was supposed to come out. It really didn't make it. Uh, so we, get, we bought some more live units. You can buy a, a 12-inch live screen. Uh, we had them this spring. We got them again now. They're they're $3,400 with a transducer. You buy them for $19.99 uh, if you want. We got $99 units. We've got all the rain gear. Mix and match on rain gear downstairs, all 40% off. Kayaks are all 10% off and, and more. Um, lots of combos from 14 bucks to 400 bucks, whatever you want. So uh, We've been buying all the specials the manufacturers are throwing at us that we can afford to buy anyway, and then we're just passing the deal on. And your hours at Marine General? Six Monday through Saturday, 9 to 3 on Sunday, marinegeneral.com all the time. And if you're outside the area, use the 800 number. It's 800-777-8557. We ship every day. boy. Thank you, Russ. Russ Francisco at Marine General. I uh, got a note here from the Minnesota DNR. We'll talk with Pat Kukul in just a bit here. Um, the DNR in the Gopher State is going to require non-toxic ammunition for the state park special deer permit. So what that means is, hmm, I don't know. We'll talk to Pat Kukul in just a minute. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. 
Thank you. Thank you. I was hoping you'd do this. Oh, little Tony Bennett. Yep. Hope you my know, wife the best is... is yet to come. That's right. <laughs> I hope my wife listening. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. Coco, you're Out not going to hear this. Of life, I just picked me a plum. This is a uh, duet came along with Diana Krall from his Duets in American Classic album. <laughs> Still, it's a real a Diane Krall. That sounds like a command. <laughs> no, she's a singer. Okay. The best is yet that's oh, yeah. her. Uh, Tony Bennett, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. My wife is very thin. Book of the morning to you at Superior Shooter Supply. And you also... Did you ever listen to the duets with Lady Gaga, though? Yes. I mean, yes. I thought that was absolutely astounding. You know, his voice is a lot like mine right now <clears throat> when he no, was singing. Not. No, I mean, uh, I got a bad voice. <laughs> okay, okay. Tony Bennett was a great singer, and towards yeah. the end, my kid's 96 years old. She carried yeah. him on that stuff, and she did a good job. With grace. Yep. And I thought it was just fantastic. And I was never, not a fan, not that I wasn't a fan, I just never paid any attention until then. Mm. And uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, she was, she's a good talent. Yeah, so, okay. Um, he was in Duluth, I don't know, 15 but, years ago, and we had a packed crowd at the arena, and all was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of talent out there, and... This, it just seemed, you know, because of her age, of course, I don't keep up with the new ones and maybe don't sometimes respect them enough. <laughs> I'm still stuck in the, wherever I'm stuck. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. I am, too. <laughs> I still can't get over that the Beatles broke up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was just, uh, before we took a break there, I was talking about, well, First of all, put my glasses on and then read the headline that says Minnesota DNR to require non-toxic ammunition for state park special deer hunts. What the heck does yeah, that mean? Uh, well, it, it means what it says. You know, there's what people don't realize with the non-toxic is, boy, there's there's a, more things available than you think. And there's actually non-toxic ammo available in anything now from rim fire to, you know, the rifle and to slugs. It's out there. It's expensive, but it's out there. And the trend, this is not a, oh, this is a, this has been trending for a number of years. And the ammunition companies have indeed stepped up to the plate. So, so I think. Non-lead then. Non-lead yeah. is what it means. Usually copper. You know, you'd think steel, and because every time you say you say non-lead, people's mind goes to waterfall, which is steel. Steel shot. Yeah, which isn't going to happen in a rifle or, or a shotgun. So, you know, there's many variations on the theme here, um, and, it's, and they're out there. I'm not going to like the price, but they're out there. So, and, you know, this again has been, you know, this isn't anything new, and it just keeps going and going. It's, you know, eventually you're, I don't know if it'll be, if I'll be around, but, you know, that'll be phased out entirely. I go down yeah. my mind, mainly because it's pretty much phased out in, uh, as far as the mines go. So that's my story. That's your story. Well, my neighbor, <laughs> my neighbor Marty, who is a very avid deer hunter, would say all he needed was one bullet, a fall. 
That was oh, his yeah. deer. Just the one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you go out there and you sight your gun in, but you should only need one. Don't you think? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I've never hunted deer, to be very, very honest. Oh, that's right. You never did. No. That's okay. I'm yeah, a you're grocer. A, you're a grocer. You are a grocer. <laughs> yeah. It's, you, know, you know, I... Of course, the, the increasing cost of everything is on everybody's mind, you know, but I shoot, you know, that's all I shoot is copper bullets for deer hunting and antelope, and I'm very happy with them. Um, but again, it's not like you're buying a thousand rounds of it. Yeah. One bullet. Yeah. So there's that. But again, this is nothing new. I don't know how some of the you know and this is fun in the future and it kind of makes my head hurt to think about it how the trap clubs depending yeah. where they're located at yeah if they're located over water you know they they have to go to a different you know different thing too oh well this yeah. this rule here appears to be only for sh- right now anyway right now mm-hmm. for shooting in state parks right right and you can't at the in the Schwamgen National Forest for upland. You have to use non-toxic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this so uh, rule has been uh, yeah coming around. I'm not surprised by this. Yeah, I guess yeah. But I can see where a lot of people don't think about it. And that's fine. Yeah. Well, something to talk about as we get closer to the season. But right now, uh, yeah, you know, I've got a lot of people buying shotguns. I'm just I'm amazed and happy. Because usually this trend doesn't start till the middle of August, and uh, and they're just planning away, and that's good. But uh, it's kind of unusual, and uh, we've got some, a lot of people coming in and seeing what we have in upland loads. And I think it's still the the memory, you know, of, of the COVID era when we couldn't get anything. But that's fine. I really like to see people planning ahead mm-hmm. in every aspect, whether it's you know scope mounting, setting the gun in, doing. Planning ahead is, is a good plan if you have a hunt or even if you're hunting locally, making sure you have everything, making sure the gun is operating and in good condition. That's really important. And besides that, it's the anticipation. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. It is. It's always good to have anticipation. So we're having quite a few, mostly semi-automatics, which is not unusual for new hunting guns. I think that's pretty much, and it, the younger, the younger crowd <laughs> uh, <laughs> goes to that, and uh, and they're buying nice guns too. Good. You know, there's so much things in, in the semi-automatic shotguns now. Um, you know, the Winchester Super X4 that's way under the radar, uh, and of course Browning, you know, Beretta, Benelli. There's a lot to pick from. Oh, I like those names. Yeah, I do too, and they're all great guns. Some are gas-operated, some are inertia. Uh, but it's funny, and then as we get older, we go, I think I maybe want the lightest 20-gauge they make. 20-gauge. <laughs> 20 20-gauge <laughs> uh, with a slug uh, for yeah. deer hunting? Would that work? You can do anything with a 20-gauge. You can do with a 12. Does it have enough oomph behind it? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can do anything with a 20-gauge. You can do with a 12-gauge with the new ammunition. And then, you know, in the scatter guns with the, with the uh, choke tubes, anything anything is possible now. A lot of people go with 28-gauge, too. Well, they're shooting turkeys with 410s now. Before, it was got to have a 10-gauge, you know. Yeah. 
well, we've come a long way. Wow, I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. if you need more information about uh, anything we talked about, and we did hit quite a few topics here. <laughs> we kind of bounced around. Ooh. Pat Kukul's the, the name you want to look for at Spirit Shooter Supply, and you're ours? 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 on Saturday. Located on Ogden and Superior, and you've got plenty of parking right there. We sure do. Pat, always thank you. Thank you. You are a very, very wise lady. So fishing is what I'm going to be doing, I think, today. My number one son, uh, number two son's going camping. He's in a camping now. You ever camped? Uh, no, not really. We were into it for yeah. five or ten years. Wow, very nice. Kids enjoyed it. I think they enjoyed yeah. it. They're both doing it now, so yeah. I did something right. We used to go and invade people that were camping and just sit there for the day. <laughs> Where's the beer? Where's the beer? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's always fun, too. You know, I would have appreciated that if I'd been Hmm. literally camped at a a site somewhere in northern Minnesota, northern Wisconsin. Get kind of bored after a while, and to have somebody come and visit, (laughs) that's a good thing. Got to have somebody to drink all that beer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, do some hot dogs. That's it, hot dogs. S'mores. Ooh, now you're talking. Now you're camping. S'mores. All right, we've got to take a break. We'll be back. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Not Tony Bennett. Oh, no, we're doing some Olivia Newton-John now. Getting physical with Olivia. Australian girl, yes. Getting physical with Johnny Charlstrom, too. Good morning, John. (laughs) Good morning. Well, um, two weeks ago or so, <clears throat> you had uh, some uh, a big bag of leeches. And I thought, that's a good idea. I could use those. So I bought that, and I divided them up into two or three different uh, things to live in. And I killed them. Oh. They didn't last. Well, I don't know what I did wrong. Well, it might not be what you did as much as the time of year we're in. Uh, um, huh? leeches, leeches do this thing kind of like the salmon in Alaska where they, they do a spawn yeah. and then they die. Oh. If, if, if your leeches got maybe a little bit warm yeah. and hit the right temperature where they went, it's time for me to spawn. And then, and then they <laughs> or, or if you take them out fishing and, they, and the water gets yeah. so warm that they... They bake, and then you got leek soup. But uh, yeah, so uh, what I can hope for then is the buckets they were in will have babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may, maybe for next year. But yeah, no, uh, uh, we're we're at that time of the season where the leeches go away, and uh, uh-huh. I, I haven't had any leech salesmen knocking on my door for a while. And uh, my prediction is the supply of leeches we have. We'll make it through this weekend, and then we'll be calling it a season on the leeches. Well, Russ was just talking earlier about the uh, folks were buying up uh, rubber worms, black and whites, uh, for fishing. Oh. And so maybe uh, without leeches, that's the that's the take now. Yeah, yep. You got all the different uh, Berkeley products that you can use for the in the plastic world, and then. Uh, uh, we are selling an awful lot of 
night crawlers right now. So mm-hmm. the crawlers, the crawlers are really nice. And, uh, and so if a guy can use some crawlers, uh, the supply on them doesn't go away like the like the, the leeches. Are they still Canadian? Yeah, they're still coming in from Canada. Yeah, we've still got the same suppliers on the on the crawlers we've had for for many many years. So, um, and luckily, uh, you know, some years the, the 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 droughts will really make the crawler picking difficult up north. But uh, so far this year, we've been able to get all the all the crawlers we want, and uh, so it's good to have a, a, a good supply of something when things get tight. Yeah. Always keep them in a styrofoam in the refrigerator. Um, when we're on the lake, uh, we sometimes pinch them so we have two pieces of night crawlers because they're very big this year. Yeah, yeah. Some some of those some of them crawlers there, you get you get them great big monster ones, and that's a that's an awful lot for a fish to eat before you set the hook. Yeah, so. uh, you're right. Exactly. There's like a it's like a horror movie on the end of your line. They're so big, some of them. <laughs> yep. But they have been catching, and we've caught some good fish in uh, our lakes around here. What have you heard about fishing, John? Uh, it sounds like the the fish bite a few weeks back had really kind of fallen off with all the bug hatches. Oh. And, and, and now it sounds like uh, the bug hatches are pretty cleared up, and the fish bite is coming back. Good. But... Uh, um, Surface water is getting really warm. Uh, you you got you to gotta get down a little bit deeper. And But, the you know, like on Island Lake, you're probably looking at 20, 25 feet. Exactly. And and uh, get get down there with uh, with some uh, chub minnows or uh, or some of those crawlers we were just talking about, and, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll get back on on the fish again. And then on Island, if you get a little too shallow, you, you'll start catching a bunch of them smallmouth bass. Which they're fun, but uh, you know if you're if you're looking for a walleye dinner, you, you got to go pretty deep for those guys. My buddy Mike called the other day, and he said he did real well at about twenty feet. Yep, yeah, that that makes sense. And then when you go to our little shallower lakes like uh, Boulder and Fish mm-hmm. Lake, you're you're probably going to be finding them down around fifteen. Hmm. Well. I always, I told you how I fish Boulder Lake. Yeah, in my brother's boat. Very carefully. In your, yeah, <laughs> in someone else's boat. That's the way to fish Boulder Lake. Yeah. Well, more than bait, more than tackle, you got ice cream and archery. Archery's important. And archery. And archery, uh, you know, during the summer, it, it really gets quiet back there. But uh, okay. now that we're, we're, we're halfway through summer, uh, the... The, the early birds are, are starting to to think about hunting, and uh, and we're we're starting to get a several bows out the door a week now. When we earlier this year, there was there was there was whole weeks that we could have just been shut down back there. But uh, archery starting to pick up. We're starting to move some product. Good. Uh, your hours at Charleston's on Rice Lake Road. Bait shop opens up every morning at six. Archery opens at nine. We close them both together at 8 o'clock and uh, 7 on Sundays. Very good. 
Keep a tight line. We'll be seeing you on the way back for some of that ice cream. Thanks, Johnny. Fantastic. All right. Take All right. KDAL time coming up on quarter to ten. I'm Tim Lesmeister, and this is from the pages of the Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. I like using a drop shot for smallmouth bass. And there is a new technique that I've learned that's patterned off of the drop shot rig that works equally as well under different conditions. I'll tell you what it is, but first. You wanted lower prices? Fleet Farms got them. Like KT Nut and Fruit Blend. Now only $32.99 for a 20-pound bag. Or how about $3.49 a quart for Resolute Conventional or Synthetic Blend Motor Oil. Also, Resolute Classic Green Antifreeze is now just $10.99 a gallon. And control summer weeds with Gordon's Amin 240 Weed Killer. Two and a half gallons, now only $69.99. Look for new lower prices on everything you need for everyday life. With price drops at Fleet Farm. When you're drop shotting for smallmouth bass, you're typically vertical jigging in one area. You're not moving very much or very quickly. What a drop shot rig is, it's a sinker at the end of the line, and your hook is 12, 18, or 24 inches above that you have your bait attached to. It could be a leech, a sucker, a plastic worm. And that works great if you're fishing fairly stationary and vertically. But let's say that you want to cover some ground. You want to find a school of smallmouth bass. What you do is you still tie that sinker at the end of the line, but instead of tying your hook directly to the line, you attach a three-way swivel, either 12, 18, or 24 inches up the line. And to that, you tie a piece of leader. I like a fluorocarbon leader, about 12 inches long. And to that leader, you put on a hook that's got a floating bait or a piece of floating material. That allows you to move along that structure. You're not fishing vertically. You're pulling that lure, and it's very sensitive. You can really feel that bite because the sinker is on the end of the line. This is from the pages of the Outdoor News. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Never made sense. So eight days a week. Eight days a week. That's seven, eight. Eight. 25 hours a day. Woo. We're busy all the time. That's overtime, man. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Tony Bennett. First record we ever had. Well, I was four or five years old. My sisters, a lot older than me, somehow got a record player into our house. <laughs> and the first album they had was yeah. um, Antonio Benedito. Really? And then they had a 45. I think this was some demo stuff they picked up oh, from the sure. record player. Yeah. Was a uh, 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 45 by Little Jimmy Dickens. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Title? The only one I remember by Little Jimmy Dickens is me. The bird of paradise fly up your nose. Ah, it might have been the flip side of yeah. Here Comes the Bride on the Pinto Pony. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> but, hey, as luck would have it, yeah. I got two Daves here listening, right, Dave? Uh, Dave, Dave? Yeah, yeah. He, little Jimmy Dickens appeared at the Home Show Boat Show uh, wow. a long time ago, and he had a big 10-gallon hat that was 20 gallons. Yeah. Bigger than he was, probably. And he talked into that microphone, and oh, he wow. said, I'm very glad to be here. <laughs> okay. Dave Miller, good morning. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave, and good morning, everybody out there. And you're very glad to be here. Uh, it sure beats the other option, that's for sure. <laughs> You heard Tony Bennett died. Oh, gosh. You know, uh, 
uh, one of my great great friends, uh, Duke Tourville. He was a uh, he was a Tony Bennett guy, and and I got to know Tony Bennett pretty darn good from him. And you did. He, he just got it. Well, not personally, but oh. through the music, you know. And, you know, sitting out on Isle Royal and some dock, someplace, uh, yeah. fixing a little dinner and yeah. and and having a having a beer and you know whatever. But he he was he was great. He was great. Yeah, good entertainer, and I can uh, assure you, he was a heck of a nice guy. Oh gosh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. You probably met him backstage someplace. Well, we did, and my wife ran off with him for a while. <laughs> That's right. I remember hearing parts of that story. Yeah. 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 Well, what's cooking? Yeah. What's cooking at your store in Superior, Northwest Outlet? Oh gosh, I'll tell you. We got all kinds of sales stuff going on here right now. Um, like the Columbia, the North Face, uh, Under Armour, we got twenty-five to forty percent off on all of our summer stuff from wow. folks. I mean, that's that shirts, that's tops, that's shorts, that's pants, zip-off pants, all the the sandals, the hats. The, uh, there's just all kinds of specials going on. I I know, like uh, they they got. I think all the tents are on sale right now. A bunch of backpacks have got special prices. Uh, uh, there's some some camping stoves that we had a little overstock on, so those are on sale. Life jackets are on sale, and and I, I mean it's it, there's all kinds of super super deals there. But you know, yesterday I had to drive down towards the city with Scott, and uh, mm-hmm. and driving driving back, you know, I see a couple of signs for the state parks, and and it kind of reminded me of of a long long time ago. We just kind of kind of had a little goal of trying to visit as many state parks that we comfortably could reach you know over a period of time and and you know that there's some absolute jewels that are really really close to us that and there's some that everybody knows about but there's others that are kind of maybe somewhat a sleeper for some folks but man we used to have a lot of fun just whether it was going for a picnic and a hike or or whatever but just checking out all the state parks and i it was one thing I thought, you know, this show has always got a lot of great perspectives, whether it's hunting, fishing, and mm-hmm. and, and, and hiking, and camping, and doing whatever. And, and it's just it's a thought to put out there, especially like with kids, you know, getting kids out to see those sites. And and whether it's waterfalls or rivers, and, and uh, uh, that was just a lot of fun in the old days. Up at the end of the Gunflint Trail, there's a, a, a wonderful campsite. Uh, uh, on kind of the tail end of Big Sag, Saginaw, uh-huh. but the rock climbing up there for anybody under fifty-five years old is fantastic. <laughs> what happens to the over fifty-five? Do so they go up and come down faster? Uh, you carry the bandages <laughs> for the little ones when they skin oh. their knees. But I can remember my kids uh, wearing out the seat of their pants sliding down those big rocks. Oh, that's cool. You know, I mean it. It's it's so easy to get involved in all the day to day stuff going on around town, and you know that that eight days a week and twenty five hours a day, I could sure use that extra day and those extra hours just to get stuff done. But but it's kind of peeling away and 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 just getting out and doing something different, and, mm-hmm. and it, it creates great memories. It's like you don't remember what happened a month ago on Saturday uh, if if you just worked around the house and did stuff. But when you get out and did explored did yep. something checked yep. out waterfalls whatever those memories last yeah we still talk about that hey we got to get some hours at northwest Outlet. yeah yeah okay we're open uh let's see monday through friday nine to six saturday nine to five thirty we're closed on sundays 
folks, there's lots of ticks out, so check every night. Don't let them stop you. Get out, have fun, and make sure those kids are tired at night. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. Little uh, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Oh, you did it, huh? I get a kick out of you. Good song. My story is much That's too not Tony. sad to be told. Tony. That would be Lady Gaga. Well, we're, yeah. Yeah. But practically everything. Matt sitting up there in his corner wondering, <laughs> hey, what about me? me totally yeah. cold. What do you think, Matt? Is this song for Are you? you? Um, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh. Well, we'll depends play. on. I guess it depends on if you're out to dinner in a nice, uh, there you go, you know, setting or something like that. Champagne time. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Lots of wine. Yeah. You know. Spaghettis. Yeah. You know, our listeners can be smart if they now talk about Tony Bennett, but his real name, Antonio Benedito. I did not know that. Hey, that's what we're here for. Knowledge, knowledge. Yeah, I want yeah. to talk fishing though, Matt, because you're right up there by the lakes. You're in the water practically. Uh, how's fishing been? What have you heard? Uh, pretty decent still. Yep. Uh, you know, some of the guys have uh, are turning over to a little bit more of a crankbait type bite, but mm-hmm. uh, we're mm-hmm. still selling a lot of bait. So uh, it's a mixture of both right now. Um, but yeah, pretty good. Um, all all species, I would say too. Uh, you know, walleyes are good still, uh, and bass has been good. Um, some guys going pike fishing too. Uh, you know, and muskies. Oh yeah. So I mean, it's been kind of I, one of the better summers. I was talking to a customer yesterday about that, and one of the better summers I would say as far as fishing uh, throughout this summer. And I think that's because the weather's been pretty steady. I think that's a good point. Yes. Yes. You know, we're not getting this changing. Yeah. Uh, so much all the time between, you know, storming and stuff. We've had a few storms lately, but I mean, mm-hmm. it, for the most part, it's been pretty stable. So I think that's helped. Well, we were down uh, the we were down in the Twin Cities on Thursday when or Wednesday night when the storm hit. Did you get hail too? We did get hail at my house. Uh, it was uh, pea size and marble mm-hmm. size. Um, I actually had to drive yesterday to Hayward because my crawler supply comes from Toronto, Canada, uh-huh. and uh, they were, the, the truck got hit in Spooner with, like, major hail, like huge hail, smashed, smashed the windshield all out, and it broke the cooling system for the whole thing, Whoa. so he dropped off all the crawlers at Hayward Bait, and uh, my son and I went down yesterday and filled my truck uh, full of uh, 90 flats of crawlers. and we Fisherman's Corner's up. got a sale on crawlers. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, uh, yeah, I saw the pictures of the truck, and it was a mess. So uh, they got hit pretty hard. I heard also, and you you're, uh, know this area, Jesse Lake. Jesse. Pretty hard. Yes, three-inch hail. Yeah, I mean, that's some big hail. That's tennis uh, balls. Yeah, I mean, you know, that does some serious damage. So, uh yeah, um, but uh, hopefully that weather's moved past us now, and we can, yeah. uh, you know, it sounds like a nice weekend for fishing. Yeah. Um, you know, 
going to be a nice, uh, pretty warm temps, but yep. that's a good day to get out on the lake. Keep your eye on the radar. We might get a, a stray. But those three fish that remain in uh, in Jesse Lake are now bruised from the hail. Three fish. <laughs> yeah. I saw the video of it, and yeah. it was something else, I'll tell you. Uh, pretty interesting to see. Hmm. Um, I called my cousin because, you know, as you know, we've talked about it. Hmm. Uh, his cabin's right there, and uh, he uh, he heard about it, uh, so he's going to uh, go up and check on the uh, uh, cabin and see how it's doing, how it fared out after that. Uh, wow. That's good. Quite an event. If he had a metal roof, I don't know. What do you want? A metal roof or asphalt roof? Would that? Uh, I think I, I think metal would be pretty get pretty damaged yeah. in something like that. Yeah. Uh, and your asphalt shingles probably do too, but yeah. I, I think they hold up better. I would I would think. I would think. Well, we've got about a minute to give us some real good deals at Fish Fisherman's Corner. So we we we've kind of got a overstock sale going on here. I got a, a clearance table out, and we current and uh, some non-current products but a lot of current uh, fishing line and lures and different things we we marked it down 50 percent and uh, we're getting it out because we got an oversupply i got fishing rods on a rack 30 percent off rain gears 40 percent off 20 percent off uh, youth life jackets 20 percent off uh, sun shirts i mean we're we're rolling out a big sale 20 percent off stick baits and all our bear bait is in so uh oh it's that time yeah it is so. Uh, come on up and check it out, and uh, we got some great, great deals uh, going on. So. Matt King, Fisherman's Corner or King's Outdoor Adventure. Thank you, Matt. See you next week. Have a great week. Oh, we got a run here coming up on ten o'clock already. Wow, time's flying. Bruce Siski next. Thank you.